Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live in an occupational and functional manner through using tips, advice, suggestions, and the like from my own personal life. We're doing something different here on Season 4 of OT Talk, talking about a lot of different concepts, a lot of different ideas, hopefully to allow you, your kids, your friends, your family ideas and suggestions to make life more functional, more independent in any way possible. We're talking for the love of series so far on the show this season, and we'll see where it takes us. We've talked about for the love of movement, for the love of travel, for the love of food and kitchen appliances. We talked about the love of writing and reading, all things that I hold near and dear to my heart. Hopefully you do also the library and toys, transport, speaking, music, two-way communication, so many different things, so many cool things we have in our lives. We just might not appreciate it enough and use it enough to make our own life more independent and more functional. I want to talk tonight, today, about for the love of the shed and the garage. I feel like a lot of people, especially out here in New York and Long Island where we live, I feel like the shed and the garage are underutilized, underused, and underappreciated. You think about the concept of a lot of us people who started out in apartments, a lot of people who currently live in apartments, or people that have dorms or dorming, or people that are just living in very small houses or small situations that don't have so much storage. We talked a lot about storage ideas last season and a couple of episodes this season about storage, but there's different ways to go about it. There's different aspects and ideas of what to do. And if you're fortunate enough to have a garage left for you in your house, if you have a house, or you're fortunate enough to have a shed left for you in your house, or you have a storage area in your apartment or your building, then utilize it and use it and make sure that it's something that is functional and useful for you. Even if you don't have a garage, but you have a backyard and nothing was left for you, I highly recommend getting a shed. My brother did that in his house, one of his houses. He moved a couple of times. They didn't really have a garage, so they got an awesome shed. Home Depot and Lowe's, even Amazon, sells these sheds. I like the ones that are rubber Kind of like the idea in my basement, the rubber ones, because it, it, it responds to water better and it responds to the outdoor elements better and hopefully it won't get destroyed by water, rain, snow, or the like. And you could get them as big as you want. They could get up to like 8 by 10 It could be 10 by 10 10 by 12 Obviously, they're going to get much more expensive as you go up. But if you want one that could really fit all your supplies, you want one that could really fit your needs, you got to get one that's like walkable, that has a door, you could walk in, you could stand in it, that'll be big enough for everything you need, some people only want the small ones that are like thin and they stand up, maybe they're only two by three and they stand up to like seven feet tall, that'll be good for different things if you want to just put like brooms and dustpans and, and, and odds and ends in there, that's great, I know some people do that on the side of their house, that's a good idea, but a real shed, a real capable, obviously we're not talking about storing a, uh, a whole car in a shed, that would be crazy, that would cost a lot of money for a shed that big, but and I don't know how strong it is. You could get a carport for that, which we'll talk about in a second, but the shed is really awesome. It's a really great idea. We were left with the shed, but I actually hate the shed we were left with. I kind of want to destroy it on a day when, when me and my friends, and it's not crazy current times in 2020, when me and my friends want to get out our anger, get out destructive energy, 
in a constructive manner, maybe we'll destroy it. Because the shed they left for us, I love the concept of a shed, don't get me wrong, I'm talking about it now. The shed they left us is fakakt, you know, it's not, that's a Mr. T-ism. It's not really functional. It's made out of like, I don't know, metal, aluminum. The whole bottom is not a real bottom inside. It's not a bad size inside, but the style and the materials they used is fakakt, which means it's not good, it's messed up. The bottom is like wood, which has been chipped away, rotten, eaten away over the years. Years. When organ comes or pest control comes a couple of times a year, when they come and they see it, they're like, uh, you know, there's like holes in the bottom, you know, animals we've found before and, and whatnot. It's kind of gross. And I say, yeah, I want to destroy it. I want to get rid of it. But at the moment, if we get rid of it, then there's not such a good boundary to the back because the back neighbor, all they have is like a, a stone garage behind that. There's no real fence back there. So I'm like, I don't want my three little kids running around back there. Maybe one day we'll get rid of it and replace it with a normal shed, one of these awesome Lowe's Home Depot ones that are made out of rubber, good materials, that has a good flooring. Of course, I don't like to build things, so maybe they'll deliver it and build it one day, but that shed that we have is not great. And the aluminum, I feel like it's gotten rotten and rusty over the years. I really don't like that. Even the garage handle and the lock have got rusty. We just got a new one. Hopefully, one day when I have a second, I'll try to to replace it with the do-it-yourself project. And that just makes it look a little nicer, the handle and the lock, yuck. But the the shed, a shed in general is a great idea for storage. You know, if you have a um, you have a lawnmower, for example, you have a snowblower, snowplow, for example, like we have. You have a uh, lawnmowing machine. Where are you gonna put it? You're not gonna keep it in your house. That's craziness. Where are you gonna put it? And uh, some people, like our friend, gave us to keep the uh, the water vac. God forbid. God forbid. I'll tip up. We should never have such a situation again. But over the years, a couple of times in the past, we had water in the basement. We have this machine. I kind of want to keep it outside, but I kind of don't want to carry it because that machine has been, you know, it has touched that gross water. So for now, it's in the basement. But for people that want to keep that in their shed and want to keep that in their garage, that's good also. Of course, the garage and shed are fantastic places to keep all the kids' outdoor toys and to keep all the bikes. We actually keep our sukkah there. We just finished a holiday of sukkahs here in the fall of 2020 where we put up those temporary huts to commemorate our exodus from Egypt all those years ago for the Jewish people. And where do you put all that? You know, the poles and the canvas and the and the wood on top. That's a big structure. It's like an outdoor gazebo in a way that breaks down and builds up once a year for a week. Where do you keep it? So we keep it on our side of the garage you know the poles are laid out, and then the then the can and then the 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 schach and the lights and the canvas are all there, and it sits there all year. It takes up a tiny portion on the left side. On the right side, we have shelves in our garage. That's also some sukkah stuff, like the decorations and the wiring, and like the extra tiles that we did in the uh, the extra the the extra stuff we did for the backsplash tiles. We kept the extra ones there. And then in the garage itself, in the back, we keep extra garbage pails that we were told now are too big to use and like a couple of extra strollers we have back there. And we have like um, the baby gate, the ones that click and can connect, which I haven't used, but we want to use maybe. I don't know. We're debating if we should use it now or not for the 18-month-old. And then in the back, we also have the bikes. And besides for that, what else do you keep in a garage? You know, we have like the water table. We have the outdoor furniture. We have like um, the 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 blow-up pools that are there. Also, we have their water guns. We have their actually cozy coop cars, which are fantastic. All these really cool things we use over the summer. We have the pop-up canopy. We keep in there. Also, we keep the the folding tables in there and. Um, 
God, and we keep the, the other extra swings. God willing, we're going to take down the swing soon once it gets a little crazy, and we'll have to put away the, the, the bench, the swinging bench also soon when it turns into much harsher weather. That's what we keep in our garage. What do you keep in your garage? Do you utilize your garage? Do you appreciate your garage? Do you understand how wonderful it is if you do have a garage? Some people have a garage built into their house that is actually a part of their house, like my mom's house and other people's houses around the state. Here in Long Island, it's very common for it to be a detached garage. A lot of people have attached garages. Even in our neighborhood, of course, some people have them. I actually like when it's detached in a way because it's a structure you could go out to and you could store things there. And then when you're playing outside, you get to it. Some people like attached where it's in the house. You could go there to each their own. There are pluses and minuses, of course, for both. But even if you don't have the garage, use the shed. Get a shed. A shed's amazing. And if you want to use a carport, if you don't have a driveway, I mean, if you have a driveway but you don't have a garage, some people keep their cars in the garage. But think about it. If you put the car in there, besides the crazy harsh weather like snow and, God forbid, natural storms brought to us by God, such as the crazy hurricanes we should never know from or, or, or tornadoes or anything we should never know from anywhere, why, why does it have to be stored away, you know? We want to keep it accessible. We go in and out. We have a driveway so the car can go up and, and out and park in it. I always thought that was interesting, parking in a driveway and driving in a parkway, but that's for another time. So the garage, if I parked in it, I wouldn't have any ability to store anything there, and that's not good. I need to be able to store everything there. So we keep our car in the driveway like everybody else on our block and in our neighborhood. The garage becomes storage, and that's a wonderful place to store things. And as I finally get around to taking things out of the basement and the attic, that would be a good place to store things makes more room within your own house because storage space is always a trouble, always a problem. Even the people that have a thousand rooms, they're always wondering where to store things. It's always good to figure out what to store things with. And that's why a shed is also good. And um, you you can use this, the shed. Again, the Rubbermaid ones I like a lot better. They have storage sheds that are small, medium, big, large, or really large ones. Even if there's no garage, no problem. Come put it on the side of the house, in the back of the house, somewhere else. You could also use a carport cover or canopy. You could also use the canopy cover for the the car if you don't have a if you don't want to use a garage or you don't want it to get wet or, or things like that and you could use that in the driveway and there are different things to do you could even use the garage or the shed if it's a really massive shed and you want it to work in a way, maybe you could even set it up to be someone's living quarters, especially a garage. What I've seen is how they take a garage and they turn it into like a studio apartment, which I think is one of the coolest things ever. The ground floor, if you have a two-floor garage, we have a two-floor, we don't ever use the top floor. When we moved in, we saw like crazy things up there, like empty beer bottles and like a shooting range, like bullet holes in like a picture. I don't know what was going on before us, but we got rid of all that. And the second floor would be good for like the bed and a half a bath. And the first floor would be good for like a kitchenette, for like a little laundry washer dry. Would be good for a little bathroom with a little shower. Would be good for like a couch and a dining table. You know, that's a really cool thing. A studio apartment, especially one guy or a married couple before kids that don't mind utilizing a small space. It's really cool. And and the other the other month, just for fun, I went to a nearby house that was showing, and they had a studio apartment in their garage. I thought it was fascinating. They literally had the kitchenette and a table. A bathroom on the first floor. They had a a little wraparound couch, and then upstairs was their bed. And that's like an adorable thing. I remember reading a mystery series growing up, and the the main character had exactly that a small little loft. Because how much? Because how much space does a person really need? And when it comes down to it, how much space do you need? Even if you have, uh, even if it's you and your spouse and a couple of kids, you know, we don't need four gazillion thousand 
a million amounts of space, you know, not even a real word, but you don't need 4,000 square feet. Even if you're a family of five or six or seven, you need what you need. And, and studies have shown, they did research over the, over the years, especially I read recently, even people that have humongous houses, where do people congregate? They congregate in the areas they congregate, the living room, the dining room, and the kitchen, the three main areas of a house. So you could have a family room and a den and a fire room and a library and a guest room. Where are they going to congregate? Those three rooms. So why do you need a gazillion extra rooms? You're wasting space, wasting electricity, wasting water, wasting lighting. You have the money. Use it for something else. Use it for charity. Use it to donate. Use it for philanthropy. Use it to research things. You don't have to use it to buy a gazillion dollar house with a gazillion rooms that you're never going to use. It makes no sense. It seems such a waste, such a waste, such materialism for no reason. After 120 years, no one's going to ask you how big was your house. No one's going to talk about how big was your house, how big was your car. They're going to say, what did you do with your time? What did you do with your money? Did you use it for goodness? You know, all you need is a house that's the right size. Granted, it needs the bedrooms and some bathrooms. It needs the kitchen, living, dining room. That's what we have. We have a basement with the, the smallish basement, the attic that's smallish, but we have the three bedrooms. We have the living, kitchen, dining, and, and that's it. And, you know, the outside and the kids never complain. They love our house. They say we love the house. It's so big. Kids don't know unless you talk about it to them. If you tell them that you feel inferior, you tell them you feel things are small or not good, they're going to pick up on that. It's how you approach things. We know in Perke Elvis, Ethics of the Father is a wonderful book in the Judaic realm talks about who's rich, someone who's happy, content with his lot, someone who's happy with what they have. That's the best way to go about things. So we think about the garage, we think about the shed, that's good for storage space, it's good for using and storing things, and we think about how we utilize our house. If we take things and put them in the garage and the shed, it's a good way to utilize storage space, it's a good way to go about thinking about how we can store things and how we could go about different things. And I love the garage, I love the shed, not this current shed that we have, but the idea of a shed, utilize it to the best possible aspect, to make things more functional, more independent, to store things in the right manner, to give yourself more space, no matter how big or small your house is, and appreciate everything we have. That's why we call it for the love of this and for the love of that. Join us next time as we talk about also underutilizing the porch, patio, deck, and driveway here on OT Talk with Mr. T, and I'm your host, Mr. T.